Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome and welcome and welcome, everybody, to the show. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We are live here in Los Angeles, California, home. Yes, home of the crybabies. This is <laughs> this is the the uh, this is this is the capital of the crybabies. You can't get uh, more uh, crybabies than Los Angeles. Matter of fact, Hillary Clinton is leading in the popular vote count because of Los Angeles, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, basically California. If you took California out of the mix, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton would be getting slaughtered like literally slaughtered and not just the popular vote but she would practically have uh, nothing in the electoral college last few days the california big mouths have been talking about seceding let me tell you something if california seceded let's just say i mean it's beyond far-fetched but let's just say California was no longer part of the United States, okay? Let's just pretend. Do you realize Democrats would literally be done? I mean, mean, literally be done. The only reason they still have a pulse is because of California. If you took California out of the mix, it'd be over. Seriously, the Democrat Party would be over. They, they, they would cease to exist. So I thought that was kind of amusing. But yeah, they're, they're, they're still out. They're, they're still out crying and whining and bitching and moaning. Oh, my God. I, I've never seen so many people crying about an election in my life. I'm 43. I mean, it's not like I'm 100 over here remembering, you know, Nixon and so forth and so on. But wow, they didn't cry this hard when Al Gore lost. And that was a month of back and forth and hanging chads and stopping counts and re... They didn't cry this much. And that you legitimately could cry about. That you legitimately could cry about. That was legit. You could say, well, the Supreme Court decided it. it, it, That's legit. This, Hillary Clinton, 
got hammered. Okay? She got hammered. And when people go, oh, what are you talking about? Well, listen. When you lose, okay, when you lose 10 to 11 million voters from your predecessor, and you lose places like Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, you lose states that Democrats haven't lost in 30 years. You got hammered. You got hammered. Now, we'll talk about that because this has been like an ongoing conversation here at the show. But I want to get to uh, this immigration situation. He, he, let's, let's, let's talk about this real quick. So, Trump was on uh, 60 Minutes last night. Okay? He was on 60 Minutes. And Leslie Stowe, I was hoping it was Steve Croft. I know Steve Croft. Steve Croft actually interviewed me about 15 years ago. I like Steve Croft, but it wasn't Steve Croft. It was Leslie Stowe. Now, Leslie Stowe asks Trump about deporting illegals. And Trump says, well, listen. We're going to start with the rule breakers. I mean, forget the fact that if you're here illegally, you're breaking the rules. You're breaking the law. You're already a criminal. But people don't prescribe to that on the left. So let's just pretend they didn't break the law by coming here illegally. Trump said they're going to start with deporting people who have broken the law. Now, you would think, you would think he said, hey, we're going to find little babies that uh, (laughs) were were brought in uh, backpacks from across the border and then we're gonna get those babies and we're gonna stick them in hot cars and I I mean seriously you you would have thought that Trump was talking about doing stuff that was so outrageous and, and, and so inhumane and at the end of the day What Obama has done and the liberals have done have created a norm. A norm. A a country that has no borders. And if you talk about a border, if you talk about illegal immigration and you talk about deportation, or at the very least, you talk about deportation for somebody who's committed a crime, you are automatically xenophobic you are automatically a racist it's amazing but but it's not surprising because it happens in every walk every every aspect of our society 
we all experience something that is illegal or, or, or something in our lives that's wrong. Rather, it's uh, not, uh, you know, putting the seat back down after we go to the bathroom for our wives or our girlfriends. And I know it sounds silly, but just follow me on this. We all experience rules, laws, or our own habits within our house. And the minute something is lax, the minute you don't have to take your shoes off in a certain part of the house, you, you, you go against that rule because maybe you're having company and it would be too much of a pain in the ass to make everybody take their shoes off. So this one time, and then that one time turns into two times, to three times, to four times, and before you know it, your carpet looks like a dirt track. And a year later, you go, how did this happen? How did it become the norm? How did it become just, what? Take your shoes off. What are you kidding me? Every aspect of our lives, this happens. I know you're sitting there going, yeah, he's right. You know, when, when, uh, you know, we, 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 we. Me and my wife or my girlfriend, we used to go to dinner, you know, twice a week. We would have date night, and then we got kind of got busy, and uh, then we said, well, let's cut it down to, to one time. And then we said, oh, well, let's, you know, we'll do it every two weeks. And then before you know it, you're operating from separate areas of the house. It becomes norm. Now, we don't accept that or at least want to accept that in our private lives because that usually leads to disaster. Oh, isn't it cute? Our, our, our son swore. Oh, you know, it's a, oh, you know, we can let him stay up past a certain time this one time. And we've all experienced this. Some of us go through this now. You look at your partner, you look at your parents, you look at your whoever. <laughs> look at your dog. You go, How the F did this happen? And then we try to fix that, we try to change it. Sometimes we get forced. Sometimes something bad happens and we learn from our mistakes. So my question is, why isn't that the case as it pertains to illegal immigration and deporting people at least who have committed crimes? Okay, set aside... Your, your valedictorian high school girl who's a dreamer 
Okay, put that aside. When the hell did we become that country? When did we become that parent? When did we become that partner who has let everything to the point where if you're here illegally and you're a criminal, deporting you or talking about deporting you is now racist, is now xenophobic. I mean, it's insane. It it really is. You know, I talk about a time back in the 80s, back in the 90s. Let's just go with the 90s. When it was kind of a hush-hush, hey, so-and-so's maids here illegally, so-and-so's warehouse person's here illegally. Hey, que paso? I can't do that. You know, I don't have my papers. I could get deported. I got to be cool. I mean, it used to be... You like my my accent? <laughs> it, it used to be, okay, you got to be careful if you're here illegally. You, you can't flaunt it. If you get in trouble, you're going to get deported. Got to be careful who you hire. You don't want to get caught. I mean, that's how it used to be. And then slowly but surely, the Democrats needed a voting block. They needed one more piece of that race puzzle. And now we are at a point where Trump talks about deporting criminals. And you have the LAPD. You have the LAPD giving a statement saying, ah, It's not our priority to deal with illegals that commit crime. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? So the chief of police out here in Los Angeles, Charlie Beck, this is what he says. The LAPD prohibits officers from initiating contact with someone solely to determine whether they are in the country legally. Okay. I don't necessarily agree with that, but nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about a, hey, you, come here, let me see your papers. Nobody's talking about that. And I could get pushback I would understand the pushback on just cops randomly going up to individuals saying hey hey come here come here put those oranges down come here come here step away from the fruit truck that you're <laughs> that you're selling here on the corner of Reseda and Sherman Way but 
I get that. But that's not what Trump's talking about. It's absolutely not what Trump's talking about. Talking about drunk driving. Talking about robbery. Talking about things like that. And being arrested. And once you're in the system, you get deported. You're no longer under the radar. And you're definitely not the valedictorian who just graduated from San Dimas High School. And now you got a scholarship to go to Arizona State. Yippee! You're not that person. You're a drunk driver. You're a thief. You're a drug dealer. But Democrats and the Obama administration have created this norm. This doesn't matter if you take your shoes off in the house. Doesn't matter if you have date night with your girlfriend or your wife or your boyfriend. Doesn't matter if your child goes to bed at a decent time. It doesn't matter if you read to your child. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I will continue. LAPD prohibits officers from initiating contact with someone solely to determine whether they are in the country legally. Mandated by a special order signed by then-Chief Daryl Gates in 1979. During Beck's tenure as chief, the department stopped turning over people arrested for low-level crimes to federal agents for deportation. And moved away from honoring federal requests to detain inmates who might be deportable past their jail terms. Beck said on Monday, which is today, this is when all of this went down because of the 60 Minutes interview. He planned to maintain the long-standing separation. I don't intend on doing anything different. We are not going to engage in law enforcement activities solely based on somebody's immigration status. We are not going to work in conjunction with Homeland Security on deportation efforts. That is not our job, nor will I make it our job. Might be one of the most amazing, shocking disgusting revolting statements I've ever heard again no one's talking about hey Guadalupe come here let me see your papers No, but Guadalupe, 
who got behind the wheel of a car, was drunk, and then crashed into three parked cars. Guadalupe then was arrested. It was then discovered that Guadalupe is here illegally. Why the F would Guadalupe not be deported? And how the F can anybody rationally give an explanation to defend not deporting that person? Aside from, well, they have a child at home. What? Are you, are you kidding me? That that's that's the rationale behind not deporting a drunk driver who's here illegally because you'll break up their family. I mean, this is what the nation has become under the leadership of not just Barack Hussein Obama, but Democrats in general. There is no opposition party out here in California. I mean, we had a a, a, a Senate seat up and Republicans didn't even run. It was two Democrats. It was like, yeah, okay, uh, that Democrat. That that one. There's no two-party system out here. But isn't that amazing? And guys... This isn't isolated. Any, any of the cities that are called sanctuary cities operate with this same mindset. I mean, just just imagine, just imagine how many cities, big cities, I mean, just go with L.A., Oakland, and San Francisco. Their policing practice is that if you're an illegal who gets arrested for committing a crime, they will not deport you. They will not hand you over to federal agents. They will not hand you over to Homeland Security. Seriously, man. Just 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 digest that for a minute. Digest that for a minute. Whether it's 
Los Angeles, rather it's San Francisco, rather it's New York City. If you're here illegally and you break the law, you will not be deported. And somehow saying that person should be deported makes you xenophobic. It makes you racist. It makes you a white supremacist. It makes you an alt-right. It makes you a Pepe the Frog Lover. Again, we're not talking about stop, frisk, and ask for papers. We're talking about arrest, <laughs> arrest, break law, criminal, deport. I mean, that's why you don't hear this debate. Seriously, that's why you don't hear this debate. Because right now, Trump won with half the country knowing this is effed up. And that half the country is actually educated. You realize the half that voted for Hillary Clinton, they're the low information voters. They're the ones that get fed whatever. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, Slate. They get fed whatever those media outlets want those people to believe. And that half of the country eats it up. They gobble it up. So that half of the country is constantly told there's going to be stop and frisk for papers and valedictorian students and little teeny tiny babies and all of these illegals are gone. They're going to be packed in a train like Jews on their way to the death camps in Auschwitz. And that's not the case. And if any of these low-information voters 
got the truth, there would be even more people siding with Trump and siding with the stance of you're here illegally, you break the law, you get deported. I mean, Beck's talking about not even deporting you after you serve your time. How's that? How's that for a just an unbelievably bizarre stance controlled by liberal policymakers? So you go to jail and you're illegal. When you get out, eh, nothing happens to you. So you could be doing a year. You could be doing a, two years. You could be doing six months in county. I mean, guys, let's face it. If you're doing any time, to borrow a phrase from Donald Trump, you're a bad hombre. Okay, we're not talking about jaywalking. We're not talking about loitering. If you get sentenced to six months, if you get sentenced to eight months, you get sentenced to a year, you're a bad hombre. You're a bad anyone. And how the hell can anybody, anybody defend a practice to say, eh, when they get out, let them go back to their normal life, living here in the United States illegally. I would think, I would think that if people on the left, the ones that voted for Hillary, were edumacated about this whole process, you would get a huge majority saying, well, yeah, they should be deported. But they're only told that we on the right want to deport valedictorians and little teeny tiny babies. And the 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds that just want a better life free of drug cartels. These people on the left believe the BS that the media feeds them. But right here, black and white. Black and white. It was in the LA paper. Police chief Beck is saying, We don't deport criminals. We're not going to 
comply with the feds. And see, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, and we talked about it last week, that's why Trump needs to tell every single one of those sanctuary cities, guess what? Guess what? You will be stripped of federal dollars for XYZ if you don't comply. And I will say this again, and it won't be the last time I repeat myself on this type of topic. The left, and when I mean the left, the Democrats, the media, and Obama, have never, ever had a problem with boycotting or threatening states. Rather, it's funding or legal action. The left has never had a problem. Ever. Nor should we on the right. Nor should we on the right. There's consequences... As it pertains to elections. That's why you have a left and a right. An independent. A green party. Every one of these groups. Has a certain point of view. They represent. A certain amount of people. And a point of view about certain policies. And to keep it as simplistic as possible. If you have one side who decides they want money to be the color of, I don't know, black. They want money to be black. With little rainbows on it. And people vote for them. And throughout X amount of time, the money is black with rainbows. If they lose an election to a group that says we want to paint the money back to green the group that wants the money black with rainbows can't then bitch and moan and say no 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 we don't like the money green we want the movie the money black with rainbows And what we like, what we want, 
is actually more important than what you like and what you want. Even though you beat us and the people that voted for you want this money green. In our country, in our republic, that's the way life is. For many, many, many years, the federal government has looked the other way as it pertains to sanctuary cities. As it pertains to how those cities deal with illegals who commit crime. Now, if a new administration comes in, a new government, that's really what happens, and they elect to change course on this very issue, it is not up to LAPD chief Beck to decide, nah, maybe not. We're not going to do that. We have other priorities. No. No. And as it pertains to the cities, those mayors can't say, well, no. And they definitely can't cry a river should the government say, well, you're not going to get a certain dollar or uh, certain funding for what you want. It's a two-way street. If you want federal money, if you want the federal government to comply with things that you want, then you have to comply with things that we want. And that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. And at the end of the day, we'll see what happens because I don't think this fight is going to be Finished. I don't think this fight is going to ever be finished. Because once you let that person walk around the house with their shoes on, they will walk around the house with their shoes on Forever. And everybody else that comes over will walk around with their shoes on. And the day that you go, hey, guys, guess what? Can't walk in the house with your shoes on anymore. Matter of fact, if I see it 
happen. I'm going to take your shoes. I'm actually going to rip them off your feet. Throw them in the trash, in the dumpster. We all agree? Guess what? You're the person that is now the jerk. You're the person that is now the a-hole. Even though prior to when everybody started wearing their shoes in the house, it was a yearly And I mean yearly policy. No one walks in the house with their shoes on. I know it sounds silly, guys. We're talking about shoes. We're talking about date night. But it's the easiest way to break down this immigration situation. And a lot of other situations that we're going to have to deal with as it pertains to liberals, Democrats, the media, and Obama. Eight years is a long time to be walking around in the house with your shoes on. Eight years is a long time to not be doing weekly date nights. Eight years is a long time to be letting your kid go two hours past their bedtime. Because after eight years, there's no going back on those things. After eight years, your carpets are trashed and you got to get new carpets. Your relationship or your marriage is crap. You're talking about divorce. And after eight years, your kid is a douchebag or an easier term he's now become a hipster liberal wearing a safety pin on his shirt talking about safe space a lot of work a lot of work we got to reverse what's gone down in the past eight years. A lot of work. It's Rob Carey Show. We're going to take a quick break. And I mean quick break. And when we come back, we will uh, jump into um, a couple other interesting tidbits. But actually, let me throw this out there real quick. Today... And then I'll end it. Today, do you realize that out here,
a whole bunch of schools had their kids get up during lunch and walk out the door. They left. Out here in Los Angeles, 14 and 15-year-old kids got up, left their desks, left their schoolwork, and marched around downtown Los Angeles. How's that for... (laughs) How's that for a liberal city? How's that? For a city controlled by liberals teaching their young about how democracy and how the government works. It's going to be a hell of a generation when they grow. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.